Hey. Hey, wake up. Dude, what are you doing? Wh- what? They just they just pressed the play button. Uh, oh, ho- hello to all the hi to uh all the listeners. Yeah, yeah, just go. I what Berto, what exactly am oh I Oh my s- god, AI5000 for the fifth time. Can you please pay attention? We are okay, Car Campit is sick with laryngitis and I, you know, and we have an episode we got to put out because I these people on Patreon pay for episodes, okay? So I bought you on Amazon two weeks ago, and I, I swear by the Lord above, I'll send you right back to that fucking factory if you don't just get it together. Come on, go over the lines the way we practiced them, all right? Just let me hear your voice. Uh, hey, everyone, Cowabunga, this is your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Car Campit. And, uh... It's off. It's, I mean, there's something off about it, but we really don't have any time here. And also, he doesn't say Cowabunga, and there was, there was like three superhero references in there. He doesn't, he doesn't do any of that stuff, so... Cut that programming when you can. Um, okay, are you are you ready? Yeah, I, I think I remember everything that you. He's wrote about down to be about here any minute. You gotta I get guess. ready. Uh, okay, yeah, yes, I got this. Hit that button. All right, let's get it. It's been a long time, hasn't it? <laughs> We're back in the cave, baby. Starting off 2023 with uh, something perplexing. Um, the past three days of mine have been spent putting this podcast together. Um, it's it's something that uh, I didn't know I had in me. Um, and I think it requires, honestly, for legal purposes, uh, as well as for, um, matters of truth itself, a couple of disclaimers. What you're about to hear ahead of you, what you just heard behind you, is a product of pure fiction. Or, at least, semi-fiction. Um, we're at a point with neural network, general intelligence, that... Uh, it is able to do some pretty scary things. The character that you just heard, not me, of course, the other character that you just heard was a fictional character. The voice was not real, put together by an artificial intelligence. And what you're about to hear ahead of you, again, other than my own voice, is entirely the product of artificial intelligence. And um, so I have to disclaim that. Uh, for probably legal purposes, certainly. And I'm not even confident in doing that, that this will protect me from any sort of uh, legal retribution in the future. So I, uh, I hope you're getting your money's worth here, certainly. Um, the setting, we're going into the cave, into an, an episode of TLE, uh, the likes of which have never been done before i don't even know if anybody's done a podcast like this before so uh, let's get right into it sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left that's correct you are because you're living on a line I'm your host, uh, Bird Campit, and today we are talking with one of my favorite guests. No, let me take that back. One of my favorite people, Steve Bannon. Steve, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, fellas. It's always a privilege to have you on here to talk about, really just about anything that you want to talk about. Also, I want to introduce my trusty co-host, the always reliable Aaron. Good to see you again, buddy. Hey, thanks. My name is Aaron. It's good to be here. Um, Happy to be along for the ride. I'm look. I always look forward to when Steve is on. So Steve, it's great to see. You. It's great to have you on here. 
You know, just briefly, I want to say I appreciate you both and what you're doing for MAGA and the American nationalist movement all across this great nation. Thanks for saying so, man. We really do love this country, and I like to think we fight pretty hard every Wednesday between roughly 12 p.m. Central and 1 p.m. Eastern in order to preserve it. Yes, I agree with that completely. Well, you and your podcast have done a hell of a job in the fight, so it's most appreciated. I really believe we are going somewhere big with this. So if we all just keep fighting the way you bring that fight, brothers, I believe the promised land is just ahead. Amen. I couldn't agree more. Amen. It's going to sound crazy, but I really believe we are in the best possible place we could be right now. We have more options than we ever have had before. Hold on. Hold on now. Hold on now. Not only do we have more options, we're living in a time of unprecedented opportunities. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's all out there. You know, if you're a young right-wing podcaster in America, it... It's really your time right now. You're so, so right. that's really one of the reasons why Timeline Earth matters so much in this fight. The, the How can I say it? The podcasting zeitgeist of America is happening right here, right now. That's, that's what I'm saying. So, Yes, that is what we – I mean, we've been trying to kind of speak to that, speak to the kiddos for a long time now. And we've had our ups and downs. And, you, but you, I, you know, you've we, had your ups and downs. Yes, you've had your ups and downs. But at the same time, brothers – when I listen, and I can remember it vividly, like it was yesterday. You're, I believe it was the 2021 recap episode. You fellas do the award show. What's the name of the, of the award show you do? The right, Glueys? the Gluey Awards. Yep. Well, yeah. like I was saying, I remember I was watching this episode, and boom, bam, bam. I mean, you fellas are just calling it left and right. And I mean, you gentlemen must yeah. feel pretty vindicated about that. Am I right about that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, oh, yeah. man. Uh, since probably about 2020... It's just, it's been an almost constant stream of vindication for this podcast. Um, almost constant, I would say. One of the reasons I came on this show was because you guys, I mean, I'm sincerely impressed. The liberal media doesn't handle the kind of topics you do, okay? Timeline Earth is where I get almost all of my news. And I mean that sincerely. Thank you, man. It's an excellent radio show, great programming. So that brings me to what I wanted to come on the show to speak Steve, on. Steve, before you get into your topic, I'd like to just get to our advertiser first. Timeline Earthlings. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Blue Chew, the revolutionary chewable sildenafil product. You're going to need the stamina to compete with men in their 20s, and let's face it, you're either too fat or too old to do that. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a prescription-based medication meant to treat ED and other forms of sex dysfunction in men, elderly and fat alike. If either of those two things describes you, Blue Chew has the solution for you that will improve your performance, stamina, and allegedly your maximum girth. Just book an online consultation with a leading penis therapist. Get a prescription and place an order with Blue Chew within just a few hours. And because Blue Chew loves our listeners' boners, type TLE into the discount window at checkout to get 10% off your order. Blue Chew, stay harder, longer. And also our other advertiser, Simple Space. Simply safe. <laughs> uh, simple. Sim- simply safe. Um, got a lot of stuff you need to protect. Simply safe is here to help. Type in the code. It's the same as the last the last code on this website. Thanks. So, Steve, let's get right into your first topic here. The floor is yours. Uh, oh, yes. I've got several things I wanted to speak about today. In fact, I've, uh, I've got a whole list right here. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yes, sir. Never go into a show without any prep. That's what I believe. So I wanted to – the first thing I wanted to bring up with the two of you is let's just get it right out of the way. Elephant in the room, out. The, the concept that you two put forth that, Joe, he isn't the real Joe Biden – Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. One of our innovations in the field. Man, fellas, I have right? to say that. Yeah, that one is. is um, OK. Uh, Where do you want to start with it? Well, and I think it ties into some of the other subjects we're going to get into today. Firstly, what I'm wondering is where did that all begin? What was what was the first thing that tipped you off, Berto? Oh, wow. I feel like you're interviewing us. Um, uh, well, the thing I think that tipped. If I'm recalling correctly. The thing that I think tipped me off first was the 
Do you remember the video of, of, of Joe walking down from the paved uh, parking lot, down from the White House, and the camera, it's one of the green lawn, and the camera just follows him, and it doesn't look like he's really in the frame. It looks like he's superimposed over it. Unforgettable moment. And then, yes. Uh, yes, yes, you yes, remember yes. this? It was the, you had Joe, he was leaving the White House. Before he made his way toward Marine One on the South Lawn, heading out to promote his bullshit $3 trillion COVID disaster bill, yep. he was stopped yep. by reporters, supposedly. But, yeah, it doesn't look to me like it's the real Joe at all. First, you had the... No, right? It doesn't. I mean, the ridiculous mask on his face. So who knows what's going on under there? Yep. yep. And then you had the obvious green screen background. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not sure there was a single part of the thing uh, that was real. No, no, I don't think there was. And also the... Obviously, the kicker of it all was the hand. Do you remember How could you possibly forget the hand? I I mean, it's totally crazy. The guy's hand just goes back and forth in front and behind this microphone, and it's it's obviously just just a poorly done Photoshop or something like that. Yeah, it's a a really obviously bad job. Let's let's take a look at the video here. Yeah, right there. Look at it, over and under. It goes right over. Yep. Under... Yeah, I mean, that's... Total proof. Total. It's it's settled. Yeah, the most striking yes. thing about it is how he really doesn't appear to be in the frame at all. He's sort of just... I mean, he's floating there, phasing through realities, and the media didn't say a word about it, of course, so it's just us standing on this hill. Dying on the hill, I would yeah. say. Dying on the hill. We're really dying on yeah, that hill. Absolutely. I saw that this podcast took a huge amount of flack for coming out with that breaking piece. You had... Who was it? I mean, you had Washington Post coming out with articles saying that you guys were basically Hitler, basically insurrectionist, fascist Republicans, all because you noticed that the president who, you know, I'm not breaking any new ground here, but the guy is a complete head case that they should, if the Republican House doesn't move to impeach based on mental soundness, the McCarthy regime will have hell to pay. That's for sure. Anyway, you had so many regime journalists at the Washington Post and the New York Times trashing. I mean, absolutely trashing this podcast, viciously, really. But, I mean, the proof was all right there in that video. Am I wrong about that? Isn't that complete and definitive proof that there is a huge, absolutely enormous media structure that surrounds President Joe Biden in a totally, completely t- mm-hmm. yeah. Manchurian, I mean, completely Chinese mm-hmm. communist style Orwellian yep. type stuff yes. going on there? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, but... Um Car, do you remember how he was on NBC Frontline and he called us out no, on I hadn't seen that. I remember that. I crap yeah. my pants. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah. It was it was a hell of a time. Here. I mean, I got the clip. Yeah, yes. We're going to do what we can to slow these guys down. I've been a total unquestioned supporter of free speech since I began my career in politics. You don't. You do not have a right in this country nor in any other democratic state to go around spreading lies. And that's what TLE does. They go around and spread lies and call themselves the news. It's the oldest trick in the book. And so you can be assured that my team is working on a response to it. That was basically it. Jeez, I hadn't seen that one before. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it was frightening. It was, I, I, like Gar said, I nearly crapped my pants. Well, if you ever needed definitive proof that you are on the radar of the regime, I mean... That's yeah. it right there, isn't it? That's it right there. <laughs> it certainly is. I think uh, Berto and I have resigned ourselves to our fates at yeah. this point. Yes, definitely, we have. Well, there's definitely something to that. I mean, you guys are real MAGA spiritual warriors. Yeah, So uh, that's true. I mean, we were on the forefront of the Mike Lindell thing when Mike Lindell, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, where they, they tried, tried to, to take, take Mike down. Lindell yeah. down. We were on the forefront of that. Um, and, of course, it was the Washington Post who had decided they were going to post some articles about how and then, yeah, they tried Car to Camp take had a down. negative experience in uh, Mexico, you know. And so that was conveniently timed. And, and, they, and they thwarted us there, admittedly. Um, and then, you know, there's been various times where we've had news stories to break. And, and yeah, we just get a lot of... Uh, well, undoubtedly, that is the way the control media is going to operate in the dying days media. of a regime. Uh, you're yeah. absolutely right, Steve. And one thing I want to highlight as, as I pivot us over to our next segment before we return to your commentary is we probably wouldn't be anywhere near as lit up as we are if we weren't constantly, and I mean constantly, shoveling alpha brain into our mouths and our noses and our ears alpha brain is a chemical that makes you think harder longer but doesn't do so as effectively as adderall however there's an adderall shortage right now and so this stuff is probably as good as it's going to get for you take several alpha brains per day and you'll definitely notice something 
no prescription needed to purchase this stuff. So just go to the website and, and, and type code word TLE for free shipping. Alpha Brain. Think Thunker. Thunker. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm taking about three to four of these per day, fellas. Seriously? Oh, seriously. Oh, yes. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Really? Yes, very seriously? seriously. I am a huge alpha brain consumer. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I believe in the importance of the fundamental stability of the mind through hard work and focus. And Yeah, you know, Aurelius. Yeah. yeah, I've just always thought of myself as a sort of modern-day American samurai, you know? I mean, like mm-hmm. a, I have a landed knight, a Bushido warrior. Yes. Yeah, you and, seem like that Yeah, guy. absolutely. Yeah, I am that are. kind of guy, a true yeah. lord of the hedge. Yes, and so really, I would say that mm, yeah. Alpha Brain allows me to be a truer, more realistic version of that Bushido warrior who screams the primal yell from inside of me. Definitely, yes. yeah. yeah. So, huge Alpha Brain consumer for sure. You, you bet. I mean, that's a testimonial if I've ever heard. Pretty one. definitive, Berto. Pretty definitive. Yeah, definitely. I would say that. Um, so you had a segment you wanted to take us to, Car? Oh yeah. Well, uh, we've got some callers on the line, and I figured while we have Steve here, we might as well get him talking to some of the listeners. No? Yes. Oh yes, I'm a huge yes. fan of the TLE listeners. Uh, some seriously smart cats in your audience. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, don't give him too many compliments. So. All right, let's go over to line one for our first call. Hey, this is uh, Rollo McFlugel. Hey Rollo, yeah, you're hey, on, Rollo. everybody. It's Rollo McFlugel from that the podcast he does yeah I hey was, brother big fan yeah, keep fighting the good call? fight yeah, I, okay anyway i was calling because bird borrowed my pressure cooker three weeks ago oh and, jesus we're gonna hear about look, this again look, on the show every time you call every time he th- does this, this is the third time you've called about baby. this or this is the third time that you've called about well i'll this. keep calling because i want my pressure cooker back oh. so don't tell me about right, how many dude. times i've called i you, i don't care lot. if you you i you know i use this thing every day and you didn't want it Months ago, when I said, hey, do you want this thing back? You said, yeah, keep it. And now you want it back, and I use it well, now. Well, no, I want my pressure into, cooker. I, well, I don't. Into well, my I, schedule every day. How are you even using a pressure cooker every day? I make beans every single day. I make be- a different kind of bean. You make a different kind of bean every day? I make a different kind of bean every day, yes. Geez, Louise, that's a lot of beans in a week. What, I mean, what do you mean? It's a lot of kinds of beans, you know? There's a lot of beans. You got great northern beans. Cannellini beans, fava beans, flagellet beans, red beans, lima beans, mung beans, navy beans, black beans, garbanzo beans. You even have lentils, peas. Black-eyed peas, Anasazi, you even have soybeans, and also pinto beans. That is a lot of beans in one week, I'll tell you. I don't How care. many pounds of beans are you eating per week, would you guess? Six. Six? Really six? That's enormous. Wow. It's enormous. Yeah, I, I'm I'm eating a lot of beans per week, which is precisely... Can, can't you see my point? That's why you would need a pressure cooker. I mean, pretty if often, you're eating yeah, over three pounds of beans per week, really, there is certainly going to be a need for a pressure cooker to be yes. brought into the equation yeah, this, i would guess i'm yes i'm using it every single day and that is i would that's i don't care well i don't care that you don't care it's i have a greater need for it than you it's still my pressure cooker no it's not your pressure cooker anymore you said to me i don't yeah you can hold on to it rollo let me I ask you care. what are you actually using the is the pressure cooker for because I mean, is is this going to be a reoccurring thing? I'm using my pressure cooker, thank you very much, for some delicious braised oxtail that I'm making for myself, Crispin, and Grum this evening. W- what is a Grum? The cat. It's the cat. My cat, it's yes. cat. All right. Just a, well, uh, a uh, fellas, I think you should probably figure this one out because we haven't – we really haven't got all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just take that yeah. one off air. Stay here to uh, – yeah, Rollo, feel free to send us an email and we can figure this one out. Thanks. Yeah, right, I guess. Bye. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um uh, all right, uh, Steve. You had a, you have any other topics for us? Yeah, we apologize for that. Let's just move on. What's the next thing on our list here? Well, fellas, I grew up in Richmond, yeah. Virginia, and spent a lot of time in the woods around there. Let me tell you, I've seen some strange things in those woods. But the strangest was this one time when, so I was fishing in a pond, minding my own business, when I heard this deep croaking coming from the woods. I thought to myself, "What the hell is that?" So I followed the sound, and that's when I saw it. Brother, when, when I tell you I came across a bullfrog the size of a damn car, 
Ooh. scariest moment of my life, without oh, a doubt. Yeah. This bullfrog was massive, bigger than any frog yeah. I'd ever seen. It was sitting on a log, croaking yeah. away like it owned the place. I couldn't believe my eyes. I must have stared <laughs> at it for a good five minutes before it finally hopped into the water and disappeared. How, how do you? Th- how, how big was it? It was a monstrous creature, no doubt about it. I'm talking about a bullfrog that was as big as a small SUV. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I've been around a lot of ponds in my life, but I've never seen anything like that. It was easily over six feet long, and it had a croak that was like nothing I'd ever heard before. It was a truly unforgettable experience. And so when I listened to your guys' episode about the road toad, the giant highway creature that lives in the same area where I grew up, I was immediately transported back to that day in the woods. It was like deja vu, you know? I mean, the description of the road toad was almost exactly like the bullfrog I saw all those years ago. And it just goes to show, sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, it all goes back to what I was saying about how y'all's show is really just on the forefront of the new media that isn't afraid and doesn't back down from exposing the truth. It's it's just a lifestyle, man. I mean, you know, right? Yes, absolutely. It's a commitment. People know it's... uh... When you get out there and, and you've committed yourself to this job that we do, where we kind of j- we spread the news. I mean, that's what we do. You're, you're going to catch flack. I mean, you're, with the truth comes uh, the shadow of darkness. And why know? do you even think you guys, I mean, sure, you break news on a cryptid. Of course, everyone's going to be asking, well, what about the other ones? And that just spirals out of control. And seriously, now it ends with the news media in absolute shambles. And, and so I know that they've got vested interests in keeping this stuff underground. Right. But it, it seemed like at, at the very least, the road toad was a sort of, I don't know, an innocuous symbol. Yeah, and it was. But, the, you know, it's, it's, they, they, they have to express control uh, stochastically as much as they have to express it against their strongest rivals. We're nobodies, but we are that stochastic target um, in their terror plan. You know, so we got targeted. I, I mean, it's as simple and as that. And besides that, I think, if I'm being honest, I did, I think we really touched a nerve with Biden after the, mm. you know, the clone thing. Yeah, I think the once thing. they saw yeah. that, we really caught on to that we, one. It was all sort of. Yeah, it was over from there. Yes. And yeah, it was bad. From and there. we've just been that constant target ever mm-hmm. since. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Well, that brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk to you about, which was the breaking of the news story about the Twombly Medical Center's involvement in the manufacturing the COVID-19 oh, China hey, virus. Hey, and, uh, hey, oh, hey. man, look. Well, would you oh, just, well, oh, hey, hey, look who it is. Totally unexpected guest. Look at that. Hey, man, great to see you. Sit hey, down. Hey, thanks for having yeah, me. I can't down. stay hey, for man. long, but I just wanted to say I'm so excited that you gentlemen are moving over to Fox. Wow, oh, thanks, thank man. But we are excited, too. I mean, very lucrative, you know? Hey, the whole TLE Nation thing? Oh, wow, really something. Love the idea. Great execution. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Sit down for a minute. Sit down. I'll grab you a soda. Um, we were just talking about, Steve, you had brought up the... Right, right. Well, well I'm not sure, Tuck, if you know this one, but these fellas broke a story about, what, four years ago at this point? They tied, and this is going to sound like loony talk, but I'll send you the link to the episode, Fauci and the CDC, to uh, up there in Alberta, Canada, they've got a level four bioweapons laboratory called the Twambly Medical Center. So it's 1984, and Fauci is just, you know, in politics, they call it the cusp. He's right at the cusp of personal achievement, right? And he'll do anything shit. He'll die to get to that next level of fame and power. Well, of course, yeah. Right. And so basically the uh, uh, the Twombly Medical Center was especially equipped with special, you know, viral... Anyway, it gets pretty complicated here. So basically... In the year 1985, these fellas uncovered government documents that tied Tony Fauci to the biochemist Hugo D. Valentine, who was responsible for, and these are documents that broke in the Twitter files, mostly responsible for research on rhesus monkey diseases. Long story short, Hugo D. Valentine created AIDS in a Canadian bioweapons factory in the year 1981, and he was... You know, this was the Reagan administration. He was working with all of them to hide the fact that they created and released the AIDS virus on the population to clear space for a new Disney World project. Is that right? But the population really? just, yeah. you know, it spread way quicker than they had expected. Yeah, it's a it's a war crime that was committed by these guys, and they get to just go around and... Oh, yeah. They'll just continue to go on TV and have Morning Mika rub their toes, and we get to mm-hmm. suffer, right? Yeah, Classic. I mean, that's, I mean, it's what you expect. It, it is exactly. It's what you expect from them. Um, and so, you know, 
Have you listened to the show before? Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, sir. It's in the rotation. Okay. All like right. I said, so, I've been enjoying the TLE Nation segment. Oh, yes, right. Um, so, well, actually, I was going to ask if you wanted to uh, join us in doing the TLE Nation segment. I, it would oh, be oh sure, honor. definitely, yeah. I'd be happy to. Hell you want to yeah, do it man, right I, now? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it right now. Let's go for it. You guys ready? I was born ready. Oh, absolutely, yes. I'll take Aaron's segment. Let me tell you about the internet. Hot shit. Hot shit. Sometimes you might be right in the Brand new banger. They are choppable. Here it comes. Go, go. Look at this crowd. Jeez Louise. At least a couple hundred of you. Wow. Well, this is the most gracious welcome. I'm shocked and really delighted. Let's... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TLE Nation, your information station all across this nation and the next. Classy. I like that. Very cute. We've got an absolutely great show for all of you this evening, really. Uh, I think this is the most stacked that our guest lineup has been in, well, practically ever. Yeah, ever. Probably ever. Tucker, please take it away. Good evening and welcome to TLE Nation tonight. Now, uh, I want to talk about a subject that's causing a lot of controversy in America today. That's right. I'm talking about the new M&M character, Morgloy. Now, M&M's has created this new character claiming it's a gender-neutral vampire M&M meant to include the gray-gendered community into their product line, whatever the hell that means. We aren't sure, really. Tonight, I'm joined by Berto and Carr, the Timeline Earth podcast, and Steve Bannon, former chief strategist to President Donald Trump and current host of the War Room podcast. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me tonight. Great Thank to be you, here, Tucker. Man. It's always Thank a pleasure you, to be on with you. No, most assuredly, the pleasure is all mine. So, Carr, I mean, what is this all about, Morgloy? When will the left stop pushing its latest weird fetish on our kids? Simply put, Tucker, the answer is never. I mean... Let's be totally honest here. Being on the left in 2023 makes you tantamount or maybe even just totally equivalent to a pedophile rapist. And I want to be clear here, not a rapist who rapes pedophiles, but a pedophile who is a rapist. Yes, yes, absolutely. He's right about this. The answer is never. Yeah, I'll take a big never on that. They're always going to try to rape our kids, Tucker. It's an essential leftist quality, kid rape. I mean, think about all of the most left cities you see in America. That is San Francisco, Camden, New Jersey, Cincinnati. I mean, these are cities teeming with kid rape. And who's going to stop that? Well, it's not going to be the Democrats. No, no, no. They're far too busy cozying up with Morgloy, the fat, ugly lesbian candy. The rest of us are just going to have to sit down, shut up, and be lectured to by some queer with a chip on their shoulder about how we aren't allowed to call work boots masculine just footwear anymore. Just hold on one second. Now, I, I think it goes even deeper than that, Tucker. This is about the mental mind war, the stage above the physical where the real action is all happening. The war for heaven, yes. The, the war for heaven, exactly. So we already know that they kicked out Andrew Cuomo because he was stuck in this fandango between the Faustian Molech sacrifices of all those old people and the society of the pierced nipple. And when you take the time to do the proper research, you find that, that a lot of these guys, and of course, some of them are barely human at all, are eating pounds and pounds of M&Ms. Yep. M&Ms. Why? Yep. Well, we can... That's because it's Soylent. It's, it's Zogmeat. Zogmeat. Definitely. Yes. It's total slop. Total garbage. Just absolutely terrible. And, well, again, these elites are eating pounds and pounds of the stuff day in and day out. You know, the... They, they say that they care about the environment, but I find it really hard to believe. Oh, when, this stuff is awful. Just totally destroys the environment. Yeah, it's totally destructive. Right, right. Yep. Exactly. The environmental consequences of this kind of stuff are just completely massive. Earth shattering. How many M&Ms do you think the elite are consuming per day? Got to be huge. Yes, definitely. Great question. Well, from everything I understand, it's truckloads. Truckloads? It, yes, that's correct. Truckloads. Good. Wow. And so when they, they introduce a character like Morgloy into the M&M universe, it isn't just because of some... You know, Morning Mika said the right wing was candy crazy over this. Like, it's cute, but it isn't cute. It's this new character is without a doubt basically a symbol of child endangerment, and it's an abomination. Really. No, absolutely. It's a totally disgusting thing. And if you're asking any sane American, the thing should be destroyed right now, never allowed to be shown on the television yeah. again. No, nope. it was totally weird. I, I think, completely agree. Yes, I think just about every American, every sane one at least believes this. And 
I just don't understand why we continue to, you know, allow this stuff to happen. And well, I'm just, I'm confounded by that every day. Thank you sincerely, all three of you, for coming on the show tonight. And also, thanks for giving me the chance to host TLE Nation. All right, fellas, I've got to get out of here now. Again, really glad to have you on board. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Great man. Keep fighting the fight, Thank you, man. See you on Thursday, That was cool. Um, Carl, you want to go into your segment? Oh, yeah, definitely. All righty. Sit down. Let me tell you about the internet. Well, howdy, partners and senioritas. It's your local cocaine cowboy, Bandito, the timeline take master, and ay, caramba, has there been a lot of news? Ay, caramba, you've been practicing your Spanish. Well, you've got to know a lot of Spanish when you're a timeline take master, such as myself, and also when your job is going around reporting on various modern-day robber barons. You have to know a lot of Spanish because usually these guys will flee to foreign countries where English is not the... Uh, well, certainly not the lingua franca, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. I'm here to share with you a story about a major cryptocurrency scam that was being run out of a seemingly innocent veterinary clinic. As a private investigator, I was assigned to look into suspicious activity taking place at the clinic. Little did I know that what I would uncover would be one of the biggest cryptocurrency scams of all time. I started my investigation by talking to the clinic's employees and clients, but I couldn't find any red flags. It wasn't until I started looking at the clinic's electricity usage that I realized something was off. Um, The electricity bills were significantly lower than what was normal for a veterinary clinic of its size. Uh, That's when I decided to take a closer look at the clinic's operations. I disguised myself as a pet owner and visited the clinic, and that's when I discovered the truth. The clinic was using sick hamsters to turn the wheels that powered their GPU miners and the entire clinical building. Yes, you heard that right. Hamsters. They would place the hamsters on wheels, and as the hamsters ran, they would generate the energy needed to power the cryptocurrency mining operations. I couldn't believe my eyes. This was an inhumane and illegal operation, not to mention a major scam. I immediately reported my findings to the authorities, and they launched a full investigation into the clinic. It didn't take long for them to discover that the clinic was indeed operating a major cryptocurrency scam. Uh, The clinic's owners were using the sick hamsters to power their mining operations and were um, raking in massive profits from the scam. Uh, They were arrested and charged with animal cruelty and operating an illegal cryptocurrency scam. The discovery of this scam not only brought to light the inhumane treatment of animals, but also showed the dangers of the cryptocurrency world. It's crucial for people to be vigilant and to always do their research before investing in any cryptocurrency operations. So, folks, there there you have it. The story of how I uncovered one of the biggest cryptocurrency scams of all time run out of a seemingly innocent veterinary clinic. This case serves as a reminder that crime can hide in the most unexpected of places, and that it's always important to be aware of what's going on around us. Wow. Bravo. That was great. You know, I'll be the first to admit I really don't understand that much about the whole cryptocurrency thing. But it seems like every time I hear about a new cryptocurrency, it's like some kind of scam or some sex yep. cult yeah, thing. Yeah, all the time. Doesn't yeah, seem like I definitely like to learn more. I mean, I'm certainly open to well, it. Well, I think it's definitely the case that there's a lot of scammers in the cryptocurrency world and Really, there's going to be scammers in every industry. Steve, I think one person I would recommend that you listen to is he's a podcaster who goes by the name of Guy Guy Swan. Swan. Yeah, he hosts the Bitcoin Audible podcast, goes through a lot of Bitcoin-related news. Mm -hmm. And, well, he's just really great at breaking things down. Yeah. Okay, great. I'll check it out. Yes, also, I bet there's probably enough recorded audio of him out there for us to make a pretty good simulated AI voice of him, don't you think? I think you're absolutely right, Carr. I think you're absolutely right. Adios, gay lords. I gotta say, I really like that part. Uh, me too, Steve. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it's a great, so, great touch. I mean, 
What do you fellas want to do now? Berto, you want to do your segment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's go for it. It's time for news. America's news. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, on today's segment... Uh, I'm happy to step in and start us off here, Bert. Yes, yeah, sure, of course, please. Well, last Thursday I went to the bathroom to take my weekly Thursday at noon poop. Which is different from your Wednesday at noon poop. Right, yep. Well, I, I took my phone with me and was scrolling the timeline, as one often does when they're indecent. And uh, uh, what I saw was, to say the least, quite interesting. Oh, really? At 11.44 p.m. Central Time, Berto, you tweeted, and correct me on any pronunciation errors here. Okay. Thinking about homo monstrosis. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, what, what uh, the hell is that? What is a homo monstrosis? That's, yeah, you got it. That's correct. Um, so I was, uh, as you do, I was reading a little bit of uh, Carl Linnaeus, the man who invented taxonomy. You probably heard of him. Named the Buffalo. Very famous guy. Um, And he did some of his work on the various classifications of types of humans. Okay? And so I was reading his works on human race. And um, he's got Africans, Caucasians. He's got Asians. He's got Americans. What else he got? I think he's got Polynesians in there. He also has Homo monstrosus. So I was looking into this. I googled Homo monstrosus. There's not a lot out there. I did a little bit of digging. My result that I came up with, Homo monstrosus, is basically the the those people on the fringe. Okay, so the people with three legs, two feet, but six eyes. Other things like that. That's a, that's homo monstrosis. Yep, I, right, I, right. I get it. So, again, you know we're going to get in trouble, but we got a, four, a four-handed president. That is one homo monstrosis, I would say. Where are all of these monstrous homos anyway? Oh, my God. They're, they're everywhere. I mean, yes. Well, how would you know true. if you found one of these homo monstrosuses? Oh, my God. All kinds of ways. Webbed feet. Seven fingers, extra arms, two eyes, but three legs. My grandmother always used to say, never trust a man with three legs. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. How serious of a problem do you think these homo monsters are? Because, frankly, I haven't gotten as deep into the alternative archaeology as I'd like to have. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was in college, you couldn't find that kind of stuff. But sheesh, here on the Internet, you can find just about anything nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you really can alternate archaeologies. You can find... Flat Earth, Line Earth, Round Earth, Whole Earth. You can find the whole fucking kit and caboodle. So, yeah, the Internet is definitely a benefit here. As far as, you know, what I think about homo monstrosis, this is, an, this is, a, this is a, a, a foregone species. It's disappeared. It's the. It's You're saying there aren't any more of these homo monsters anymore? Because, buddy, I can point out some people. I, and- no, I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that... They're very rare. They're from millions of years ago during the, the time of malformation, you know, earlier on in the antediluvian era. I mean, you know. Well, I understand what you mean, but I'm just saying I really haven't read up on any of this stuff, so I really don't know how many – and just a quick question. How many of these LGBTQ creatures are there anyway? Oh, no, Steve, no. Steve, no, God, no. I'm sorry? It's not a gay guy thing. These aren't gay guys. Oh, I, yeah. I suppose that's a bit confusing. Uh, I wasn't conf- – uh, yeah, I guess – um, no, these are these are like proto-human beings with pseudopods. Oh, like the, and, the drawings. Uh, no, the uh, 
the sculptures of those aliens in Tony Podesta's mansion. Yes, the, uh, yes. Like that fat one that the, looked like half a kangaroo and half a hairless pig, you know? Yeah, the uh, ostrich looking, whatever that thing was. Yeah, that's a that would be a classic example of a homo monstrosus and yeah, it's no doubt. I mean that the uh, the, uh, the 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 a guy like Tony Podesta is is has got effigies and idols of them in his house. I mean, these are practically these these people were worshiping. They're out there worshiping these homo monsters, of course. Yeah. No, no. Now I feel like you've lost me again. I feel like you've lost me again, and I'm going to ask you to pull come back in. These are mutant creatures, right? These are mu- mutated hu- human beings, a different species. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm following you. Yeah, I think we're saying the same thing two different ways. No, I don't think we are. I don't think we are saying the same thing two different ways. And well, you uh, know, agree to disagree. Tomato, tomato. I guess. Uh, right. Okay. So, where, Car, where are we? Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we're still on your segment, Birdo. We were talking about. Uh, let's see. Gay giant monsters. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm just going to end the segment. Fuck. Oh. This fucking... Yeah. This fucking thing is broken, fellas. We're gonna have to get a new one. Shit. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that fucking piece of crap. This sucks. Um, anyway, Steve, uh, you wanted this part? It's floor's yours. Well, fellas, I'll tell you the... I think I may have your silverest lining so far, right? Get this. A while ago, I came across a fan of your podcast, or the whole universe, really, the whole show and the lore behind it, and he was telling me, oh, man, you got to get these guys on. you got to meet the Timeline Earth crew, and he, you know, he was really bigging you guys up. And one day he goes, hey, Steve, I'm sending you a Google Drive link with some Timeline Earth content, you know, some stuff from the whole crew, and I get this absolutely massive Google Drive link, something like five gigabytes of data on this thing. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, I know you fellas lost a lot of your original masters in that, you know, the unfortunate case of the union-related arson against your studio. But, well, just listen to this. I think, well, you'll see. Oh, holy shit, this is Tremendous Lou and... Uh, yes, sir, Throb Seeger. Yeah, Throb Seeger. Yep. a few pounds My pants are bursting and my feet are killing me He was a big fat bastard with dark eyes But I gotta tell you the guy's wife was pretty hot Yeah, she was pretty hot Yeah Out past a shithole between Brooklyn and the Bronx New York City Hopped out of the Uber while I was checking my stonks Trying to find a building without any clues. Where is it? Going to the crack house. Crack house. Trying not to get shot along the way. Going to the crack house. In the summertime. Oh, yeah. It's freaking hot. I always hated the bastard, but I did think his wife was hot. Uh, but anyway, I was searching for that ugly paisan. I mean, the guy owes me at least $450. Cause he smoked all the crap. A lot of crap. The guy runs away every chance he could. But I swear to God, I'll find that bastard one day. And I know exactly where he's hiding. And you're not going to run away from me, Tony. I know a lot of people in this city. I will find you. Understand me? Anyway, back to the song. Crack house. Trying not to get shot along the way. Going to the crack house. It's freaking boiling outside. I'm dealing with a lot of swamp
Man, my feet are howling. Yeah, I should have listened to my wife when she told me to get those orthopedic shoes. And now I'm really regretting it. Ouch. Verse 2. Woke up in the morning and my feet were killing me. But I needed to get a slice of pizza for the day ahead of me. I started twiddling my thumbs while I walked down the street. And it's funny how the city's changed. I seem to be the only person who stayed the same. Oh, I think that's the crack house. Crack house. I'm closing in. Eh, you know how it is. Sometimes your buddy steals your crack money, runs away to the Bronx. You gotta find him in a crack house. Sometimes your car breaks down and you gotta take an Uber there. It's not a good day. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? We'll make it a good day. We'll do it together. You and me. Oh, yeah. Throb Seeker, baby. Tremendous Lou. It's never gonna get more worldwide than this. There you are, oh my you rat-faced bastard. Lou. Come over here. No. Yeah. No, I didn't get, get money. I didn't Give me the money. The no. Yeah, you did. Ah. Give me your money. Ah. Give me the crap. Ah. Give me the money. Ah. Boom. Ah. Hit you. And hit you. There you go. You like that? You don't like that? Give me the crack money. Tremendous, isn't it, boys? Oh. Oh, yeah. That'll be the last time anybody else steals my crack. Be here all evening. Dip your waitresses. Yes, now, isn't that, that the most fantastic fucking thing to ever come out of your podcast or what? Thank thank you very real, Steve. It's Yeah, it's probably one of three. I'm glad that we found a way to give that song out, which, by the way, is like, what, two years old to the listeners in a, well, uh, a completely homogenous and totally unforced, really natural it's, way. Absolutely. Yeah, it didn't come out of the blue. It wasn't something I found the other day. Very much so, yeah. Um, that was great. Thanks. Absolutely, brother. Yeah, like, uh, as I was saying, I, I go through this thumb drive every now and again. And, I mean, some of the things I encounter are downright fucked, pardon yeah, my French. Yeah, sure, yeah, not surprised. However, yeah. occasionally there is, I don't know if we'd want to call that a, a gemstone, but it's, uh, you know, really, yeah, yeah, yeah something. something. Yeah, it's something for sure. Yeah, it's something. We'll call it definitely morally ambiguous at the very least, for sure. Yes, definitely morally ambiguous, good way to put it. Um, so... Sure. So, uh, Berto, you want to go for another caller? Yeah, sure. Let's, yeah. All righty. Well, in. let me check line three here. Hey, hello. Yo. You're on Timeline hey, Earth. Yo. Go ahead. Heidi Ho, you dumb motherfuckers. Guess who? Oh, there he is. is. There he fucking is. I'm telling y'all, right, it's about yes. to get real right now. Great hearing from you, Steve. Sir, yes, sir, Mr. President. We were just chopping it up here. You know, I remember years ago, Steve, you remember, Steve and I were having a conversation about Timeline Earth. Yes, definitely. Or, I remember for sure. If I recall correctly at the time, it was the. Friends Against Government podcast. You know, not for nothing. I was in the government at the time, so I really don't, you know, I really don't, don't really know how I should feel about that. But anyway, I, Steve, and I were talking, and he goes, these timeline Earth guys, oh, hold, hold you know, on, they're Mr. really going to be a do hit you, someday. Do you, Mr. President, do you remember the episode that I had showed you first, the very first one that I had? Oh, yes, unforgettable. Yes, I remember it very well. It, it was the episode, uh, you know, regarding uh, Aaron who I can't believe he isn't here today. Really, what a shocker. I was looking forward to meeting the guy. And it was, the episode was, it was Aaron giving his tips on how, really, I mean, frankly, acing a job interview. I mean, it was impressive. Oh, geez. Yeah, I remember that one very well. Thermostat yeah. bit. Yes. The whole, yep. I mean, it was extremely commanding, really forward. Even I was thinking, 
sheesh, I ought to hire that guy myself. I have to admit, I was truly, yeah. genuinely very impressed. It was some of his yeah. best work, yeah. I, yeah, I got a job because of that information, so. I'm not surprised, really. Day. We, you know, in business, we practice a lot of that behavior, and, yep. well, you know, I'm giving the guy too much now, I think, but yeah, certainly, gentlemen, I think the show has really taken off. Jumped oh, really? the shark, even. Yeah, well, it's definitely has jumped the shark at least once or twice now. The SeaWorld of Podcasts, for sure. Yeah, un- undoubtedly. Nailed that yeah. Well, I really am impressed with the whole operation. I mean, you know, if I saw Timeline Earth earlier on, I would really, I'd have thrown you dogs a bone. And a few million dollars, I really mean Well, that, thank seriously. you, Mr. Oh, President. Thanks, Might have man. even paid really off, you know, very that, possible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, I've got to go take a shit and head out, all right? Uh, well, well, hold on, Mr. President, just before you go, do you mind if I ask you just one question? You have time for one question? Yeah, just make it all quick. All right, great, yep. thank you. Okay, uh, so you're running 2024. Main guy who's going to be opposing you on the Republican Party is Ron DeSantis. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say in terms of uh, what's Trump got over DeSantis? Well, yes, and I heard you. You know what you've said about myself and the governor. and well, Yeah, you know, and, I, and I admit I was wrong at the time, certainly. We're letting bygones be bygones here. So I would hope so. Ron DeSantis, yeah. frankly, the guy doesn't have a fuck of a chance. Oh, Not a single fuck. Totally agree. I'm Roberto, I'm, look, because it's you, I'm going to just keep it honest with you. He's a smug fuck. Oh. Really, look, I like the guy, but... You're doing a bit. No, 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 no. no, 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 no listen no, up. Listen to him. No, I'm not doing a bit at all, Berto. Listen, I just... There isn't, you know, really a good way to even get into this, but... Again, frankly, the guy is a smug, arrogant fuck, and you're buying the bullshit right now. Oh I think, sincerely, God. you're completely nuts. Well, well, he's got a list of achievements. How am I completely nuts? I think you would do a My great... My ass crack is longer than his list of achievements, Birdo. <laughs> I mean, are we even on the same planet right now? I mean, <sighs> what did he do? Really, what did he do? Pass a noise ordinance. He's got a bunch of things that he's done. He has major achievements that the guy has achieved. Population growth, migration. Population I, growth so... from who? Foreigners and New Yorkers grow up, Birdo. Oh, give me a break. He looks like a wooden dummy, Birdo. <sighs> like you could just stick a hand up his ass and get a new housing project built. Just like that. Well, at least it was something we get built. Oh, knock it off already! I created jobs. Well, I'm. I, well, that's not even. I'm. It's not even. My, I'm not saying. I never said you didn't create jobs. I mean, anybody would be better yes, than Biden. Yes. Well, listen. Let's get really fucking serious right now. I'm talking about China. Okay. You remember China, Birdo? They were very cooperative with me. All right. Very cooperative. And hey, how about Israel? Remember them? I kept those Jews fat and happy, and you know what? They respected me. Do you think? They respect Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis I, is not I, the guy I, for that job, okay? I, I, why can't they? Re- he's a perfectly They're respectable guy. Birdo, honestly, they laugh at him. They laugh at his fat baby cheeks. Oh, Have you ever Christ. seen someone with cheeks like his? It's grotesque and morbid, I, really. I, I hate bashing the guy, but honestly, I can't stand looking at you him. You don't hate bashing the guy. You don't hate bashing the guy. You really love bashing the guy. And I just, I feel like you like bashing the guy so much you can't admit that he has any positives to him. There isn't and a I single just, thing. No, Birdo, listen to me. There is not a single thing that he has done that I didn't do or didn't vouch for oh, or didn't. Honestly, to fucking goodness, I bought the fucking guy the governorship. I mean, he's a show dog, okay? Well, he's a big acorn-headed I, You're being very uncharitable right now and I don't think that that's Berto, seriously I you know I get that this is half a bit and that I'm not even really Donald Trump but let's just bear with me here simply put you don't understand the first I mean even the first fucking thing about power you know that key word very important in politics power and frankly you do not understand very much about it uh, I certainly understand very much about power I understand Ron DeSantis has done a great job wielding power and preventing the other no, side exactly from pay- no this is exactly what I thought you were going to say and so listen to me here you are you are talking about little p okay little, little p, p little power all right it's little it's small ron desantis has really no joke little p oh, minuscule diminutive no no won't Jesus. do this seriously okay i had big p Big P, big P, big power, and seriously, oh my birth. God! And you can imagine Don, what that means you, and what that's like. I feel like you've completely lost. No, listen seriously. Lo- I f- it's a completely different game. I feel game, like you've Berto, completely really. lost your fucking mind, Don. I feel like you've totally lost your mind. No, no, I am. And you can talk to every doctor. They are all saying this. I am the most sane. Genuinely, the doctors are shocked. The most sane I have ever been in my entire life, without a doubt. Okay? I, uh, it's unquestionable, I, frankly. I mean. Okay, I guess it's unquestionable then, Mr. President. May I? So, what is the main reason, really, why you think you're a better choice for the Republican primary? Oh, I mean, it couldn't be more obvious, really. I I don't have the charisma of a boy rapist. Oh, jeez. That would be my answer as well. <laughs> jeez. But, uh, I, look, this is all I'm going to say on this. It's the presidential election is a popularity contest. Okay, that's it. That's how you win. 
if you don't cheat, and frankly, I think we've got a lot of ground to cover there, but we did it in yeah. 2016, and we're going to do it again. Well, Don, I hope to God you're right. I, I really do. I hope to God that you're right. Um, and uh, because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy Look, to have I, you. I agree with President Trump I, uh, on this. I really but am. Looking at the game, long term, I mean, you know, you can't have a guy without any charisma in the White House or or fronting a national party. I mean, that's that's po- political suicide on the national scale. So in terms of 2024, federal 2024, um, the election that really it's make or break in terms of the stakes here. We're the biggest pussies on earth. If we we throw support behind Ron DeSantis, genuinely. The man makes an impeccable argument, doesn't he? I mean, we're a bunch of dogs, shit-eating dogs. If, if we throw our weight behind the umbrella candidate, if you want major change to this country, Ron DeSantis can build a bridge, but he isn't going to put the kibosh on the national security apparatus, okay? He doesn't have the wits or the stones, and he doesn't have the aptitude for it either. So really, I mean, besides President Trump's point that, I mean, the only way we're getting in is, you know, securing a big win in the 2024 federal really is if we actually do manage to win, we need to go with, I mean, totally medieval, completely medieval on the security state and the national intelligence sector. Not very medieval at all, really. You know, even if he could win and he can't, DeSantis isn't a, you know, he isn't a medieval enough guy. He doesn't have a hyperborean essence genuinely a hyperborean essence yeah like you know the mahatma letters ron DeSantis does not have the qualities of what just about anyone would call a uh ascended master okay so okay and the president and i have you know we've throw a lot of direct messages back and forth about this and okay in esoteric yeah. buddhism well actually really going all the way back to classical hinduism you know you get these references in the original sanskrit about you know the appearance of these Avatars, and that is generally a post-Vedic word, so forgive the anachronism. But So, you know, these avatars are endowed with mysterious, otherworldly sorts of powers. And, I mean, you can read about all of this in the um, Lingapurna. It's, you know, the Upanishads or whatever, the Bhagavata Puranas, I guess. Okay. Depending on your devotional bhakti, which is basically just like a devotional deity, Mm -hmm. you you, you can achieve what they call moksha, okay? I'm talking about okay. breaking free from the cycle of rebirth, brother. Okay, right. And look, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not what they call a Hindu. I mean, I, I you know, I take my vitamins, right. I say my Hail Marys, right? So, mm-hmm. but, yeah. you know, there's a sociological truth behind the whole concept. And I think they were very I'm, wise. And, you know, I, I really, I think at times I feel a bit of the, you know, moksha myself, really. Yeah, I, uh, I feel really very moksha. A without a doubt, uh-huh. yeah, Mr. Trump, I would say, and I've thought about this quite a lot, You've probably got, really, without a doubt, more moksha than anyone else running. So so that would be a very sound observation. And really, you know, Berto, okay, that is what I'm really getting at. DeSantis, you know, he really doesn't, he, is, he isn't a Mahatma brother. I'm sorry oh, to say it, God, really. Fellas, I think, really, I didn't know where I stood before on this argument. And I think, really, right now, I feel very sure about where I stand on this argument. Yeah, I you know, I think it's been a great learning experience, and we've really, uh, you know, I think we've taught one another a lot, some of us more than mm-hmm. others, but really, oh. I think we've all learned something I think you're here. absolutely Jesus right about Christ, that, Mr. President. Well, fellas, I've really got to go take a shit and get my day started. Yeah, all right. All right. Thanks for joining Mr. The President, show, Mr. you President. take care now. Thanks for uh, coming on. The guy's a modern-day Mahatma, Berto. Oh, please. Well, that was, you know, I didn't expect that to happen, and then it happened. Yeah, then it happened, and then it happened, right. Um, yep. I, I mean, fellas, what, what else we got? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, really not much else, Berto. I'm yep. getting kind of hungry soon, and I just, yeah, I just yeah, Googled the, yeah. how is that, uh, this Taverna Italiana, anyway? Oh, it's, it's fair, it's totally yeah. mediocre. Well, uh, yeah, I think I'm about to head out and, uh, grab a Bolognese, or whatever. Well, sheesh, man. It's been a serious pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, man. Good times. No, thank you, fellas, really. I, you know, like I've said, that this is where I get all of my news from. So I really appreciate the chance to be a part of this thing y'all are doing. And man, it's just, yeah, very special. And we are so, 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 so going to make it, boys. Hell yes. Yes, we are. are. Oh, hell yeah, we are. Well, Steve, we're so thankful to you for an incredible appearance on the show and that great gift that you gave to us. It was definitely our pleasure. And Patreon oh, yeah. subscribers, thank you for your continued love and support. Uh, it's been an incredible pleasure being a part of this whole community. Yeah, it's it's seriously the whole community. You guys are wonderful because, you know, you being here means that, you know, can I, 
I mean, listeners, let's break the wall here. Is there anything more uh, like shouting into the void than this? Yeah, I didn't think so. Anyway, Steve, you got any last words for us? No, just, you know, really glad that artificial intelligence exists. And yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. I couldn't agree more. And with that, listeners, keep two hands on the wheel.